Attention SLPs and OTs with existing private practices. Are you ready to level up your private practice and your life and make this your breakthrough year? If so, join us for Make More in 2024, a free training offered on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern to discover how to shift from clinician to CEO. During the training, we'll talk about the importance of maximizing your income, adding revenue streams, setting up systems, and more so that you can ultimately work smarter and build a successful, sustainable, and sellable business. To sign up, just visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. Don't miss the chance to learn how to effectively navigate the growth phase of the private practice journey. See you on the training. Should you take private pay or insurance for your private practice? Well, there are pros and cons to each. In this episode of the Private Practice Success Stories podcast, I'm going to discuss the options and help you decide which route to go. So stay tuned. I'm Jenna Castro-Casbon, speech-language pathologist, business coach, and creator of the Start Your Private Practice system. And I'm on a mission to turn stuck SLPs into successful private practitioners. If you're tired of dealing with high productivity requirements, high caseload sizes, and low pay, it's time to take control of your professional, personal, and financial life and finally get the freedom, flexibility, and financial abundance that you deserve by working with private clients in your own practice. Join me here each week as I share tips, best practices, and inspirational interviews on the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. If you're a private practitioner or one in the making, you're in the right place, so let's get started. My name is Jenna Castro-Casbon, and I've helped over 10,000 SLPs start, grow, and scale successful private practices using both private pay and insurance as payer sources. The top ways to get paid in private practice are private pay, insurance, Medicare, and Medicaid. Now, you probably have some questions about billing and how to decide which payer sources to accept, so let's talk about it. If you choose private pay to start, which is what I recommend, you get to decide what your rate is, so you have an opportunity to get paid very fairly and what you're worth. This allows you to see less clients but still get paid well. With insurance, Medicare, and Medicaid, the reimbursements are usually less, but the pool of available clients is greater because there are more people who want to use their insurance for visits. I recommend that people start with private pay because of the higher pay rate, which helps you be more profitable from the very beginning. Starting with private pay first also allows you to start your private practice more quickly. You get to pick your rate. You also get to pick your own documentation system and you have the ability to get paid on the date of service. No waiting for payers to review the claims and then send you the money, which can take weeks or even months. For private pay only practices, you are gonna to want to set yourself apart and decide what makes you more special than other providers, especially those who accept insurance. There are plenty of people out there who are willing to pay for private services, but you'll have to give them a reason to do so. So I recommend that private pay practices are more specialized and positioned in a way to communicate the value that they provide over generalist private practices. Lots of people who run private pay only practices feel very strongly that they don't want anyone to dictate who they serve 
or how they treat their clients, and they don't want to have to ask anyone for approval. If you want to do private pay, I highly recommend that you listen to the episode of the Private Practice Success Stories podcast with Tara Sumter. She is a very successful private pay-only private practitioner in Ohio. If you want to go the third-party payer route of insurance, Medicare, or Medicaid, you will likely get a lower reimbursement, so you will have to make it up by seeing more clients. Here's what the general process of becoming a provider looks like. First, you need to complete their application to get in-network. Then you must accept their rate, which you often don't know before you apply. Then you'll learn what they cover and what they don't, and you need to make sure that you are only providing services that are covered by that insurance company. You'll also need to follow their documentation guidelines and will have to wait until your claim is processed and approved before they can reimburse you. Know that a lot of insurance companies are cutting their rates right now, which is having a big effect on private practices that take insurance. Now, there is an in-between that I want to tell you about, which involves something called super bills. Here's how they work. If a client or family has insurance that they want to use, but the private practitioner wants to stay out of network and not deal with insurance, there is a solution that can work for everyone. After the session, the family pays the private practitioner their full private pay rate. Then the private practitioner gives the family a super bill, which is kind of like an itemized receipt for the services. And then the family deals with the insurance company and tries to get reimbursed themselves. Now this works most of the time, but not all of the time. And it is a great option that many of the students in the Start Your Private Practice program use. It's something that we teach you how to do in the program. Now, SLPs in my program are getting paid every day using one or more of these methods. There is no one way to do it, and you get to choose which one feels best for you and for your community. You can always start with private pay and then branch out into becoming an insurance provider later if you need to increase your volume of clients. And remember that giving super bills is a great option too. Getting paid in private practice is really important because the business needs money to support it. The cool thing is that you get to decide which payer sources you accept and you can always change your mind later. In the Start Your Private Practice program, we teach SLPs how to bill for private pay, insurance, Medicare, and Medicaid, and how to give super bills. So whichever route you choose, you will know exactly how to do it. If you want more information on how to start a private practice step-by-step, -step, head on over to independentclinician.com and sign up for one of my free trainings or one of my paid implementation programs. Thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful. And I also hope to see you next week for another episode of the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. Till then. I decided to invest in the Start Your Private Practice program because I honestly had no idea where to start. <laughs> and I just didn't really have the confidence or the know-how to be able to do that. So it was really nice to have a system that was all set up for me. I didn't have to reinvent the wheel or start from scratch. It was all there for me. And I was able to land a client within about the first week and a half of me going public with my private practice. So now I have 12 clients. It is such an invigorating and amazing experience. If you want help to start your speech therapy private practice, then head on over to startyourprivatepractice.com backslash waitlist so that you will be notified as soon as we reopen the doors to the Start Your Private Practice system. Again, that's startyourprivatepractice.com backslash waitlist. 
I cannot wait to help you start your private practice. Well, this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye. Head on over to independentclinician.com for resources that will help you at each stage of your private practice journey. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. Follow me and send me a DM. I'm at independent clinician. And if you're on Facebook, make sure that you join the SLP and OT Private Practice Beginners Facebook group. All right, off to help more regular SLPs and OTs become successful private practitioners. Let me know if I can help you too.